Is there not an entire section on this subject? No, yes, but I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that, so it's unfair. I may have, I may have changed my mind about Mithra, for example. Is, is, your, is your book for sale about it? Yes, what have you ever asked God for forgiveness? <laughs> I'm not sure I have. I just go and try and do a better job from there. I don't think so. Let me tell you, 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 Yep, we have made some changes to the podcast, as you can see. I'm throwing in some intro videos, uh, changing some stuff up, changing some titles, uh, doing a bunch of different stuff, trying to just upgrade the brand here. So um, bear with me. I thought we were going to get to episode 100 of the Evangelical Norm, but things came up and I'm just trying to improve upon what I'm providing for you guys. Uh, so... We are renaming uh, to Let Me Tell You, and uh, this is episode one, and again, bear with me, uh, uh, videos, intro videos and stuff like that are going to be works in progress. I'm going to be always trying to uh, tighten those up and, and make those better, so any suggestions that you might have for those, I'm open to, would love to hear your feedback and stuff like that. So, um, there you have it. Uh, welcome to episode number one of Let Me Tell You. Um, and so today, of course, it's been one of those interesting weeks in the news. And to start everything off, of course, we're going to talk about Jesse Smollett. Now, I talked about him a while back when everything went down. Um, as always, my standpoint is wait until the information is out. So we had all the information that we had about Jesse, um, that it was obvious that the, uh, well, to most people, it was obvious that the, the uh, hate crime, the attack from the MAGA hat wearing, you know, whatever was staged by him with guys that he worked with on Empire that were personal trainers, wrote them a check, all the stuff. I mean, we don't need to rehash all the story, but come out Monday all the charges are dropped everything is or, or over the weekend last weekend all the charges get dropped um, he forfeits his $10,000 bond um, community service credited for for community service already done and everything sealed up and he's a free man free to go I don't know what that's all about but that's that's it that's what we got right now. We know that uh, Donald Trump has said he's going to have the FBI look into this. Um, this is going to be looked into. This story isn't over. Um, so again, what do we do? What? How do we, as Christians, deal with this? Um, you know, I mean, immediately the the flesh wants to just jump up and go, "All right, we know that this is all crooked. This is Chicago politics," and chances are. It's Chicago politics. But now again, we step back and we sit and we wait. 
we have evidence. We have the stuff in the that we have. But now we just wait. And, um, you know, we all have our own personal opinions. We all know what we, we feel and believe about what went down in this situation. Um, and now we just have to wait and let the Justice Department sort it all out. But here's the, here's the deal. Um, and this is going to tie into the next couple of things we're going to talk about. But Jesse's not, if, if he, if he staged this whole thing, um, which most people think he did, um, the evidence points to the fact that he did. If this was all staged, if this is all lies, if he got up there again and claimed to be a man of faith and, and <laughs> put it on his mama, man, he, he was like, I wouldn't be my mama's son if I'm lying. If he's lying and he put that on his mama, you know, it's, he's not going to get away with it. That's the bottom line. We know as Christians that justice will be served. One way or another, God is going to reveal what is true. And so, and that's going to be, I mean, on, an, on a gospel level, if Jesse is knowingly lying um, and continuing to lie after he's been caught in the lie, which shouldn't mean anything, but it brings into, I mean, he, one, he's, he's a gay man. Um, that brings salvation into question. He can claim to be a man of faith all he wants, but if he's living in an, a lifestyle contradictory to what the word of God declares, then he's, he's unrepentant and he's not saved. Um, if he's lying knowingly, unrepentantly, then again, he's unrepentant and he's not saved. And so justice will be meted out at the judgment seat of Christ. And when, when we all are judged, um, we're going to be judged in one way or another. Either we're going to stand there and have to account for our own sins, each one of us individually, which we will fall short and we will be separated with the goats or we will be counted among the sheep and God will be, uh, justice will demand that God look at the cross because Jesus took upon himself the punishment for our sins. So the fine has been paid. So one way or another, you know, we, as Christians, we need to not let this get us up in an uproar or anything like that. We need to just say, all right, now let's wait and see what the flawed earthly justice, American justice system is going to bring the Chicago politics and how that's all going to play out and understanding that ultimate justice will, will come about down the road when we all uh, stand before our maker and before our creator and, and either give an account or uh, are atoned for by Christ. So it's going to be interesting, though. Um, it's already been a, a pretty interesting couple of days. Apparently, he I mean, he was nominated for uh, NCAA um, uh, image award of some kind and didn't show up to the awards. Um, and Chris Rock took a couple of uh, swipes at him. Apparently, when they were told not to, that he got a note that said, no Jesse Smollett uh, jokes, and Chris Rock wasn't playing it. And so he was just like, you know, he, he's going to call him Jesse from now on because you was respect and, and Chris Rock ain't giving it, this cat no respect anymore. So it'll be interesting. It'll be, at, if, at the most, it'll be entertaining. 
over the next uh, few weeks as we watch this whole thing play out. And we'll touch base on it as we need to and as it pertains to theology and the things we need to talk about. So um, there's that. And then I'm even just, I don't even know if I want to talk. I, I really don't want to talk about this story, but it came up and it, it's been, it's floated around through all kinds of different podcasts. <laughs> oh, sorry. Late nights. It's been through all kinds of different podcasts and, and so on. And different uh, Christian groups have talked about it. Wrath and Grace. Um, all kinds of guys. So i got to mention this stuff. Um, it is this, uh, this cuddle group. Male cuddle group. Something going on where they've invited men to come. And men who have... Um, endured sexual abuse or I don't know what it is but it's supposed to be like nude men cuddling together and you have to come in you have to be hygienically sound you have to be um, there on time all these rules and you have to ask each and every individual for permission to touch them and da 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 and, uh, and this is supposed to bring healing or I don't know what it's supposed to do for survivors of sexual abuse but I'll tell you what as a survivor of sexual abuse no N no I mean, <laughs> right it, it's just I mean it's an it is an absolute open door for homosexual activity it's an absolute open door for just I mean it, it's healing that's not it's not the right way we need to heal. I have been healed through the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's how I overcame my sexual abuse from when I was young, as a, as a child abused by my father, and then later on in the army in Germany, raped by another soldier. This is not the way that, that, that healing comes about. And this is, it's horrifying. It is literally horrifying to look at it. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dwell on it too much. And but again, I want to take this and and tie this all together. I want to tie this all together into I don't know a nice tidy little box for us here as I get into the next topic. But this is this is sinful. This is this is not. I mean, they say it's not about homosexuality or any of those things, but it's an open door. This it this feels like grooming to me. What what predators do to prey is invite them in and and get them. And this is there's and from what I read, there's a pastor in this group, and I potentially in this picture is a pastor. I don't I don't know. I didn't I didn't go through and and check the the references or anything. But this was the picture that I downloaded for this particular story. And I briefly read the uh, the article, and it just was like stomach turning. Um, the amount of sin that is is wrapped up in in this. And so that brings me to our last uh, topic we want to talk about. And I did, I had never heard of this cat until tonight. This is Nipsey Hussle. Um, nod to the, the the late great Nipsey Russell. This is Nipsey Hussle, and he's a, he's a secular rapper. And honestly, guys, I never heard of him. 
Um, you know, if it wasn't for the circumstances surrounding the thing, I would use my 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 regular joke. Uh, you know, Nipsey Hussle never heard of her. Um, but I this guy had never come across my radar. He's a secular rapper. Obviously, you know the the topics and stuff like that are not what I want to listen to. Um, so I'd never heard of him. But uh, apparently earlier today, uh, this dude was shot and killed. And so I haven't seen it. I this this popped up on my radar because Ivy um, threw down a live video earlier and kind of went off on on the the church um, and the reaction to this. And of course, you've got people um, just immediately because of his background, because of the the um, subject matter of his music and all these things immediately. And, and I don't know why we do this. And it, it's, it's, I don't know. But talking about how dude is in hell, uh, you know, immediately. He's, he's, he's dead and gone. He's in hell. He's being judged, you know, and, and you know, rest in pieces, whatever, you know. Um, they're, they're throwing down condemnation on this brother already. And I mean, body's not even cold yet. And apparently brothers are, are just tearing this dude up. So, and listening to Ivy, and I responded a, a couple of points. I didn't jump on live. Excuse me. I hit Ivy's video after it was already done. And so I did leave a couple of comments in there. But here's the thing. You know, we are not, the church is not Westboro Baptist. Um, Westboro Baptist cult is, is not Christian. Um. And the, the whole issue, I mean, I'm sure, if, I don't know, that most famous people, they start immediately after they die, they start talking about this person's in hell and so on. If you go to their website, which I'm not going to give you the, the, the website for it, if you want to look it up, look it up and go. They have, they have uh, memorials for most of the, the very famous people and tell you how many days that person has been in hell. Um, or years or months or whatever and this is not this is not the proper reaction of a Christian this is not you know we know what is true we know we understand heaven and hell and those people who die in their sins are going to hell and those people who repent and put their trust in Christ are going to have eternal life in heaven with him but we do not speak ill of the dead we don't have to. It's not our place. When somebody dies, again, we don't jump on the bandwagon of they're automatically in heaven. No matter what the circumstances behind their death, no matter how famous they are, no matter what. I mean, there are some people that we know. I mean, or at least we can, we can be fairly confident. You know, Billy Graham, um, trying to think of uh, some other other brothers, uh, Keith Green, I mean, uh, going way back, um, I, I just can't think of, of anybody in, with, it. oh, R.C. Sproul, <laughs> there's, there's a, a classic one, we can probably rest very easy knowing that R.C. Sproul is in heaven, I mean, the fruit that that man, uh, produced in his life, the fruit in keeping with repentance that he produced, we can look and we can say, Absolutely. 
But even if this dude was, this Nipsey was like right up until the end as he walked out, if he was, you know, making a phone call, setting up a booty call, whatever it was, and then the shot hit and dropped him, we don't know how much time he had between the moment that that bullet hit and the moment that his life was absolutely snuffed out and he closed his eyes in this uh in this sphere and opened his eyes in eternity. We don't know the amount of time. We don't know how many times this guy's had the gospel preached to him. You know, there's a whole group of Christian artists that are out there that are, are sharing the gospel with guys like this. You know, Ivy talked about it in his video that have relationships with, with secular artists that are, are, are not saved. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how many guys have these relationships, but ones I know about are like people like Ivy and people like Mario Esco and people like Seven and and uh, uh, Bizzle and you know a lot of these guys hurt um, Ishan Burgundy and uh, Jova McKenzie, all of these guys, Jackie L. Perry. You name it, these people have relationships, and I'm sure Shailin and a lot of these guys um, have relationships with secular artists that are outside, but they're sharing the gospel with them. You know, I I don't know. I don't know if Nipsey Hussle has heard the gospel from somebody, and potentially in those last fleeting moments while he lay on the ground, if he thought about the gospel that had been preached to him. And repented and put his faith in Christ. I mean, we we, we tend to look at that in a, in a real skeptical way, right? We, well, yeah, you know, if it, it's the whole, you know, ability to do whatever the heck you want and have the deathbed confession. But we have evidence from Scripture through the thief on the cross that Jesus said to him, Today you will be with me in paradise. This guy on the cross experienced the gospel and repented and put his faith in, in, in Christ. And Jesus said, you'll be with me in paradise. In the last moments of, of Nipsey on, that, on the sidewalk outside of the store that he was shot at, he may have given his life to Christ. He may have repented. I, I hate that terminology. We're not giving our lives to Christ. We repent and put our trust in him. And maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. But here's the thing. We don't have to go around and just condemn this guy. He's gone. He's, he's in eternity, and he's either one place or another. Heaven or hell, as we speak, this guy was, was killed, was murdered, and went on, stepped out into eternity. Heaven or hell. Those are the only options, and we don't know. We don't know. I mean... People who knew him well can make educated guesses, whatever. But that's not what we need to do. We are not the Westboro Baptist cult, and we don't go out and spit on people's graves. That's not what Christians do. That's not what Jesus has called us to do. We, now what we want to do is we, wanna, we can pray, even retroactively, that maybe he had heard the gospel and maybe he got saved. Doesn't mean it's going to absolutely change the outcome but it doesn't hurt but now we got to go out and all the other guys that this guy was hung out with all the guys that this guy performed with that are again obviously not living a life of faith 
we need to get out and share the gospel with those guys. And I'm, I'm not a guy that, that believes in the, the old adage that they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. I don't have to go out and become best friends with these guys before I share the gospel with them. But what I want to do is I want to go share the gospel with them and then develop whatever kind of relationship I can. I mean, I may never be able to, to get with, with, with Ice Cube or, you know, any of the, the, the secular rappers that, that, that I like as a, a, you know, as a musical influence or whatever. I mean, I may never be able to have that, but I may run into Ice Cube in the airport one time. And if it's possible, I'm going to share the gospel with that brother. I'm going to give him a gospel track. I'm going to do something. But then the guys that I do run into, I mean, if you're going out on the streets in your cities and sharing the gospel with people, you can meet someone and you can get a number and you can say, hey, let's hang out. Let's do this. We can. But the first thing is first is sharing the gospel. You know, I may never see the people again that I, I witnessed to down at the LDS temple in Salt Lake City, but I witnessed to people here in Ogden and chances are I'm going to see them again. It's not that big of a city. And so in those areas, then we can develop relationships and then we can show them how much we care. But when the first and foremost thing and the, the, the greatest way we can show that we care is to share the gospel with them. So how does this all tie together? How does Jesse Smollett, dudes cuddling in the nude, which, uh, yeah, and, and preaching the gospel to guys like this, how does that all tie together? And here's the bottom line. One, when we, when we get involved in situations, we need to wait. We need to be patient. We need to wait for all the information and, and seek truth in every situation before we immediately react. But then when we, when we see something like this men's cuddle group, which we know is sinful, which we know is wrong, we need to speak out about it. We need to be willing to call people on their sin and call them to repentance. And then the hope is, is that guys like Nipsey Hussle will have heard the gospel, will have received a call to repentance. And in a tragic event like what happened to this man tonight, in a tragic event like that, maybe the seed that we planted might suddenly sprout for that brief moment where they're able to repent and truly repent and truly put their trust in Christ. And, and, and again, I say that with the knowledge that even myself, I, I, I look at that in a skeptical way and I understand the majority, the majority of people who listen to this or watch this are going to think about that in the exact same uh, skeptical way. That, oh yeah, you know, guy's been shot and he's on the ground dying and he repents and puts his faith in, faith in Jesus. And they go, nah, that's not real. It can be real. It can be real, fam. And we, we can't say whether it is or not. And so we just have to do what Jesus did, uh, talked about in Luke 16. And we recognize that they could have gone to hell, they could have gone to heaven. But the, the truth of the matter is, there's one thing that either place, if, if Nipsey uh, repented, put his trust in Christ and is going to be in heaven, then there's one thing that he wants us to do as Christians here on this planet. On the, in this this realm, in this sphere, or 
he died and he went to hell. And in that case, there's one thing that he wants us as Christians to do, and that is to take that message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to his brothers. To go out and tell the people who have survived this man that there is a hope for every single one of them that if they will repent of their sin, turn from their sin and put their faith in the saving work of Jesus Christ on the cross, that they will be saved. And that's what Nipsey wants. And we don't need to go spitting on anybody's grave and condemning anybody when we don't know the circumstances surrounding the very last moments of their life. Again, we don't just immediately say he's in heaven. But we don't immediately say he's in hell either. What we do is we pray that he had heard the gospel and he responded at some point and then we go out and we share it with everyone who will hear it. I mean, Westboro Baptist Church may go protest this dude's funeral. Why don't we go to his funeral and mourn with those who mourn and then share the hope of the gospel of Jesus Christ with anyone who will listen afterwards. So there you go, guys. I hope that was helpful. Um, welcome to the new uh, Evangelical Norm. Episode 1, let me tell you. Uh, give me some feedback. Let me know what you thought. I really want some feedback on the, the intro videos. If there's anybody out there who knows how to make these things and make them pop and make them phenomenal because I'm like strict amateur at this stuff. Let me know, um, and if you're willing to do some stuff for free, <laughs> I'm your guy. So, uh, so yeah, give me your feedback, and as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words, they are necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.